What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. So now we have a a thing telling us that we started to record. Now there's no question. Intro. Yeah. (laughs) Gentlemen. Start your engines. What's the word? Oh, man. What's going on, guys? So, uh, like, y'all know. Summer break is here. Summer? Summer break. Wait, your son is off already? Yeah. First first week off. Oh wow, that's it, wait. Oh, you wouldn't know, E. I mean, you probably no, know. No, but my daughter is six, so she's been home from you know pre-K for the past week. So I've been we've been filling it in that way. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you guys compare notes? I want to hear this. Go ahead, Kay. What summer break? Yeah, how's yeah. how's life with summer break? Anything? Uh-huh. Oh, it's fine. I mean, you you missed him a lot, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, is the feeling? Nah, he's, he's 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 we got him doing activities during the day, like like little mini camps, not like full blown things, but you know he'll go do like a skate camp for a week, and then we'll sign him up and go do something else, you know that kind of thing. So, yeah. Question, busy. Kate. Yeah. You guys aren't. I mean, I'm sure he's been skating up for a while, but it never worries you that you're not around if he gets hurt uh yeah i mean i basically it's it's inevitable in skating (laughs) yeah yeah what we tell him is i mean he's gotten hurt i mean there's been times where he's taken some nasty falls and just kind of it scared him i mean he, he was able to shake it off and everything but what we try to tell him because you know he's he's on this thing of like he's really into skating and he's really into basketball, and so he takes both of them pretty seriously and seems like he's passionate about both of them. So what we try to do is just say like, look, we think the skating is cool. Just know that the the more that you start learning different tricks and start trying to do different things, the the probability of you getting hurt is going to increase <laughs> right <laughs> is that and is that you as a parent trying to push him away from the danger yeah it's more so like look if you you know if you if you hurt yourself because there's been a couple times where we'll take him to go skating in the morning on the weekend and then after that he's got like a he's got basketball practice but there's been a couple times where he's gotten busted up at skating and then he can't go to basketball practice because you know he fucked himself up for for the day right so it's really reminding him like look if you're really serious about basketball as well you might want to just figure out on the skating side like how crazy you want to go because the crazier you go with some of these tricks and and being in the air and all that kind of stuff it could mess up you know what you what you want to do basketball wise so let's try to that's our kind of slick way of of having <laughs> him scare him like a little slow bit. Slow down. Having yeah. him decide. Yeah. <laughs> so, do, 
yeah, do you get the sense that he's listening or favors basketball so much that he's considering it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, even when left to his own devices on in at a skate park, for example, he's only going to do stuff he feels comfortable with. He's he's definitely not like super daredevil. I mean, there's some parks we're at where there's some pretty deep skate bowls and stuff. And even if he's got his, he's got his gear on, he still won't do it. Cause he's just not come, you know, he's just not comfortable doing it. So I'm fine with that. And I'm not trying to push him to no, you got to do it. You know? So I think he's, he's brave, but he's not like daredevil when it comes to it. And I'm fine with that. All right. He's cautious. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What about on the basketball side? Is he doing a ton there, or is it kind of even as far as activity? Mm, well, he was before COVID. Um, he was on, like, the YMCA team. Uh, actually, at one point, right before COVID, he was on two different teams. There was, like, a YMCA team, and there was another, uh, like, local Venice team that he was on as well. So he was doing two teams at once. That's how kind of into it he was. Mm. And then – when COVID hit all the everything basketball wise got shut down and he was going to like a clinic also on the weekends for it. So one of the coaches from the clinics started doing just like one-on-one stuff. So we got in touch with him and then he's been, I think the, I think the YMCA teams are probably going to come back in the fall as things open up but he's just been doing like these one-on-one clinics with this coach just to keep them. And we've had to go like, now we've got a pretty kind of stable area where the basketball courts are open, but it would be like every weekend we'd go to one place and they'd have it shut down or they'd have the rims closed and we'd have to drive some, you know, just going around trying to find uh, an open court or if we couldn't find a court, then he's just practicing skill dribbling and defense and stuff like that for an hour or so. That's dope. Just to keep him, keep him active, keep him up. Uh, real quick before I forget, so you you are you familiar with Sierra Canyon? Uh, I think it's a high school over in yeah. South so Southern California. Mm-mm. It's in the LA area. Anyway, LeBron James' son plays there. Oh, okay, several like high profile basketball players' kids um, play there, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. like good college recruits that come out of there. Y'all should go check out a game. I mean, it's jam packed. I don't even know how you get tickets, but I'm sure he's gonna love that. Okay. What about you, Sierra E? King. You look like shit, bro. Yeah, I feel like shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Had drink champs last night and everything. Oh, uh, and you were sick. Yeah. No. How's man, that work? Know, and there's no resting. That's the thing, too, man. I'm like, I just want to rest. There's no resting at home. Right. And my daughter's at home, and my son is like borderline, like. Thank God he, it doesn't seem like he's going to, like, he was like, it looked like he was going to be sick, that he caught it as well, but it looked like he's not going to, he's not going to develop it. So, but, so um, you guys believe you have a cold from what the doctor yeah, so, told you? So my daughter last week on Wednesday, she started to have a fever and then, um, you know, it was like a mild fever. It was like between 99 and a hundred. Right. And then, um, and then she started not acting like herself. And that's the part that started to worry us. She was like really like down and serious, low energy, as Trump would say. And um, <clears throat> and then that hap- that was consistent. And then 
what really the red flag for us was she's a habitual treat person right like she needs to have treats and eat treats that's what she wants all the time she didn't want treats she didn't want her dessert after dinner she didn't finish her ice cream you know like all the stuff that's like she goes bonkers for she didn't want and we're like oh man what's wrong with her something's really wrong that's scary yeah and she had did she didn't develop any cold symptoms just fever and then that that you know her the appetite her demeanor was and so then on remember i text you guys and i was asking you guys what you thought and as usual not not helpful huh as usual we weren't helpful no no you guys were (laughs) i mean we ended up covid testing her i have a home you know a a a quick rapid test uh, rapid tester at home but it's blood we had to prick her and that was a little unnerving for her and she was like crying at first and then but she was brave man braver than me when i did it and uh we tested her and she came out negative. But of course, you know, you're doubting how accurate that thing is. And then we took her on Sunday to uh, a pediatric urgent care down the street from us. And they're great there. And they did a COVID test and a flu test. And she came back negative. And they also reassured us that in their world, a fever isn't unless it's like one like 101. Got it. Consistently. Mm-hmm. That's what they consider a bad, like a fever, a good fever. Anything below that, they're like, that's not that serious. And so, and then she, then after that, she started to develop a stuffy nose and cough. And she threw up twice when she took her nap, which was also scary. But I chalked that up too, also that one day she drank like a green juice. And then I was twirling her around before. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so that's one. And then the other time was she ate something else crazy and I like, Flipped her upside down before I put her in bed. <laughs> so I think that that's what caused her to go up. You know, I saw I saw a news headline today. I didn't, I didn't read about it, but it, it, the headline was that there's some some new flu like cold that's going around the southeast. It's not COVID, but it's some kind of strain that they. That's well, that's what the around. urgent care people. They didn't say flu. They just said there's something going around. Yeah, a kid. The, the, her school told us there was a kid that had something as well um and then what but the way that they this is the thing the urgent care was like i was like so does she have a cold they're like well she has a there's there's thousands of viruses out there you know mm. common viruses and she has one of them and we treat them all the same <laughs> right so is it a and yes or is it a no doctor like and in the paperwork it says upper respiratory infection uh which sounds terrible to me right. but uh and she still you know she still has it but i'm seeing her appetite come back now and her her personality returned to normal but then in the midst of all this she's home and so it's more time with her than we've been you know regularly throughout the week and her just her her misbehavior man she's just misbehaving left she's just bad attitude man so let me ask you this e when when she's misbehaving or or like when she wants something and she starts if she, I don't know if she does, but if she throws a fit or it's until a super she, fit until she gets what, do you guys basically just give it to her to to calm so that she stops? No, not really. Okay. The the thing what I do is and and I've been doing this more proactively is I'm definitely taking it away from her and making her like dwell on the fact that she has to wait now, and she has to either apologize for whatever or she has to calm down. Um, or something like that. And that's what I've been doing lately. But eventually she does get 
the thing that she wanted eventually. So I don't know if that still is. So, but- the, so the eventual, cause like my son, he said something like, uh, I think it might've been to my mom one time and he was just like his tactic. Cause the, you know, they have these tactics where they'll do something and they know that if they continue to do it and we'll give in because we're annoyed. He was like, eh, if I just continue to ask and be <laughs> annoying they'll finally give in and just, give right. me what I, what right. I want so you know in his mind it's kind of like funny but it's also just their way of almost training us of like <laughs> hey, if I could just continue to do this I'll ve- eventually get what I want yeah it's just it's just it's such a complicated situation with us because when she you know when she goes in she goes in like she'll scream yeah. she doesn't care if the baby's sleeping or if the grandma probably sleeping. prefers it, she's like, "Oh huh. yeah," because the if if the, your your son is sleeping and the grandma's sleeping, she probably looks at that as an opportunity to get shit faster. Because when she starts to wall out, she sees you guys go into a panic because you don't want everybody up. Yeah, no, because she do, she does it whether they're awake or sleeping. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, you know, but yeah, that's part of it. And then she does like you know she'll she'll throw herself on the floor or wherever where I'm afraid she's gonna hurt herself. She'll throw something like she goes bananas, dude. Like, I'm like, what demon child is possessing? Like, who's the demon that's possessing you right now? Yo, is it yeah. is it at a huh. point now where it's just you guys got to analyze your genes and be honest and say, all right, this she takes after you or she's oh, after me? Listen, like, where I, is it? Wh- what can I say? Uh, crazy Hood Productions, who's okay. crazy? And there my daughter's like, I, just, <laughs> I want you to own it, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. But, but again, going back to how complicated things are, is that, you know, my, we got the baby, then the, then the grandma with dementia. And then when you're trying to juggle all those things, it's like, you have to give in sometimes Yeah. to the situation. Um, you know, we're, we're, like I said, more and more, we're trying to discipline her. And, and then, and then there's the combo of, is she just being bad? Is she, you know, is it, is she still a young you know, like a three-year-old that, that we have to kind of like look at her as she doesn't really know what she's doing or she's just going through this like etapa, you know, uh, stage, time of, you know, this stage of her life. Um, and then the other part is that's very obvious. It's, it still has to do with her brother. Most of the things Damn. revolve around her brother. You know, she's going up to, she's taking away things from her brother. She's throwing them. Like her brother grabbed the toy. She just, she was watching TV. She was chilling, gets off the couch, walks over to him, grabs the thing and throws it across the room <laughs> and walks back and sits down on the couch. Yo, she she'll is kick your... him, she'll shove him, she'll push him. She's oh, your daughter, bro, you know, for real. If, if my girl's holding the baby, she'll come up to me and ask me to hold her. She starts to do baby sounds sometimes. Like, you know, like, she's definitely still dealing with the stuff with the with her brother. And, and it's like, it's it's heart-wrenching, man. It's hard, And I don't really know what to do. I, I'm just thinking, I'm hoping it's just a stage and we'll get through it. The good thing is the baby boy, he stopped crying as much as he used to. And when she goes crazy, he's just like, whatever, dude. And he just goes about his business. When she grabs and throws things away, he doesn't, ah, whatever. And he grabs another toy. He's uh, like, whatever about it. That's good. Yeah. It's been a year, bro. It's been over a year with this jealousy thing. That's a lot. Yeah. And I, I today I was like, yo, one day your brother's going to be old enough. <laughs> and he's going to have something that you want to borrow and he's not gonna let you. He's gonna be old enough to not let you, you know, hold that. And you know, she's not. She's like whatever. Dude. Yeah, of course. You know, she, she's also she's. Uh, this is the part that's really been annoying. Lately. She'll be like, "I want treat, treat." Yo, do treat after treat, but then you'll give her what she wants, and then she's like, "I don't like it." 
<laughs> and then she'll stay for a little bit, ten minutes, and then she'll turn around and go, Tree, tree again. Yo. <laughs> wild, man. Yo, you know it's what? Wild. You you guys just gotta and you're probably already doing this, but like you just gotta go with the flow and do what works for you and stop trying to think about what normal is supposed to be for her age or you know what I mean? Right, Cause right. you're gonna drive yourself fucking crazy. Like if you have to give her treats all the time, I mean, you know, ultimately that that's becomes an unhealthy habit long term. But right. if that's what you got to do to get through, like, yo, do what you got to do. Cause at the end of the day, like we could be here, like, cause our situations are all different and our kids are all wildly different. So it's, it's right. just got to work for whatever it is. And eventually shit will normalize, but at your own pace. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling my girl, we got to figure out a consistent discipline, you know, disciplinary plan to to really, I just don't know what to do, man. I don't, I don't, mm. I really don't know how to discipline her. And then I'm looking at like all the toys that she has and she, all she wants to do is watch YouTube. And I'm like, play with your goddamn toys. You know, I'm gonna throw all this shit away. And I really just want to throw them all away now. <laughs> but then baby boy could use it. Today, like she, and I, you know, this is like how I'm trying to like deal with it. So today, she opens up now she's like just opening drawers up and she opens up a drawer and then there's this sand in it that I hate. I hate Play-Doh and I hate sand. Messy shit. My girl loves to buy it. I hate that shit for the crib. Yeah. So she sees this big bag of sand, you know, stay away from the, from the slime also. That oh no, is. we already went through that crap and that <laughs> yeah. shit's all over. That shit was all over the place. And, um, and she's like, Oh, I want to play with this. And I'm like, nah. And then she threw a fit and I was like, that's cool. And I put the, the sand high on the on top of the refrigerator and i was like look after your nap because you know she'll give us shit about taking her nap and all that i go after your nap then we'll play with it that's when i'm deciding that we're going to play with this stuff and she 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 had her little fit for a little bit and then she calmed down and then she got over it she did try to be slick when her mom came home she's like i want to play with sand Uh and i told her no, no i told her no after her nap and then we stayed on the same page consistency is everything and getting on the same on the same page on everything is is the only way forward because the united front no matter what it is like yo if you decide all right we're gonna give her three pieces of candy throughout the day like make sure y'all keep track of that shit because any little slip and that's what we're terrible at man it's just because of the chaos of the house yeah you have the baby you have the grandma you know any given moment the grandma comes in and, and thinks it's 1960 guatemala and, you know, it starts, you know, chopping it up with you and wanting to leave the house. Like, you know, like, or she might fall down. Like, it's just like a lot, you know, it, it can go from zero to a hundred pretty quickly in the house. Mm. Aye, that sucks. So on my side, uh, I've been dealing with a lot of little white lies again for, with my son. And Kay, I wanted to ask you, been meaning to ask you for a couple of weeks, like, how's how's the lying been on your end? For your son not you uh, personally because i know you lie all the time but your son yeah <laughs> uh yeah for him i think it's been good i think it's been all right i mean we had a stretch where there was nothing at least that we knew of and then and then we caught him out there maybe about a month ago like it was weird because he had he it's the, something happened. I can't, I can't really remember fully what it was, but something happened at school. And when we picked him up, he started saying 
like giving a, a version of the story, but not giving the full story. And the story didn't really add up. It was like, well, this is, what do you mean the teacher said something to you, but you weren't involved or, you know, it was just convoluted. And so we started poking more holes and just asking questions until it was finally, you know, he finally then gave up the goods of like, all right, this is, this is what really happened. And then it was like, well, why did you lie? <laughs> if this is what happened. What does he tell you? you? Know? Cause that's literally the question. Like, I'm not even, I get upset when it happens, but I'm not like, all right, now there's a repercussion. I don't jump right to like a consequence. I'm trying to really figure out like what's triggering your lying. Yeah. It's the, it's the fact of knowing that you, knowing that you're going to get, get in trouble or get a consequence. Right. But we try to tell him like, yo, we're probably going to nine times out of 10, we're probably going to find out that you're told a lie. So now you're, consequence is going to be even worse because you lied and then it then it's going to be harder for us to trust you and then you got to rebuild you know trust and all this kind of stuff and it's it's really just trying to hammer home to him like yo like you're going to do you're going to make mistakes and you're going to fuck up and there's going to be times where you're just going to get in trouble so you might as well just own it and be you know if you're gonna make a mistake you might as well just be able to to handle it and handle what comes with it because if you try to cover it up you're gonna get caught and it's gonna be even worse and that's you know i mean i know there's gonna be more and more yeah you know it's like with him it seems like he'll get it and then i don't know maybe a month from now we'll have another incident like that it's not like he's i don't think he i don't think it's his mission to to want to lie i think it's more of just like the fear of getting in trouble but we also tell them like yo it's not like we're not necessarily the parents who are like the super disciplinarians we don't it's not like we're going out of our way to to get him in trouble or give him a consequence for things if anything you know i'd rather not give consequences and stuff because it kills kills our fun too yeah you know I and mean? I mean, so yeah i was i was i didn't I didn't say we're going to cancel the vacation, but I kind of alluded to like, yo, you want to ruin a vacation for your siblings? Because now if we yank this shit, everybody's catching it. It's not just you. Right. And he kind of, he looked at his older sister. (laughs) Yo, she gave him the death stare. She was like, yo, if I don't go to Florida this summer, bro, I'm going to like that kind of face. And and she. So what's his excuse for for the the, the lies that he's it's doing? It's the same. It's the same, same. story. Like yeah. he's like, I'm just I'm afraid, and I'm like, yo, let's think. And I break down. Like in this case, like he came home from school, and he had um marker marks on the back of his shirt, three of them, right? Okay. And so almost like the Zorro Z, like yeah, that's yeah. how I looked. And I'm like. Right. the first when i peeped it i was like let me not say nothing let me look let me look at it make sure like because it could be an accident they're in a classroom there's you know those dry erase markers everybody gets to use them whatever so finally i just like i, I go yo so tell me about these these marker marks on the back of your shirt yo this kid he should be in hollywood the way he like grabbed his shirt, tried to rotate it around, like, to see what marks. What are you talking about? (laughs) And then I'm like, I'm like, yo, dog, you know I was you before you, right? 
and, and he looks at me. He's like, well, what ha- what happened? And I'm like, so, oh, so now you knew it was there. And then we get it. And so then I'm starting to get hot. I'm like, yo, stop trying to play me like a sucker, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not him. And whatever, we get into it. And, and then finally he's like, yeah, no, this kid, he, he, you know, I found out he, he did that. And I, I approached him and he said it was an accident. I was like, yo, he did it three times and it was an accident? And now I'm worried. Now I'm like, yo, are you getting bullied in school? Like, what's going on? And and he reassured me. He's like, nah, yeah, that's not happening. I'm like, you, do you even know what the fuck that means? Like, can you explain to me what bullying feels like? And he's like, you know, he went through it. And I was like, okay. So finally we get to, like, the conversation about why are you doing this? Like, what is triggering you to pick lying over just telling me the truth? And he goes, because I think I'm going to get in trouble. And I'm like, yo, bro, you just went through two months of incarceration as close as you can come to that in my house. And and you you didn't think that was bad enough? All because of you lying. And I told him every time, I'm like, yo, all we're going to do is have a conversation. I'm not promising you not get in trouble, but it's not going to be anywhere as severe as what would happen like exhibit a two months in solitary confinement in this house like it won't be that bad if you tell me the truth whatever whatever whatever. and it's still like to this moment i'm still not i'm not satisfied with his responses or why he's choosing to do that so it's been scary it yeah but to to your same point i i don't get the vibe like this is his mission either yeah but but it's like i feel like if i don't address it or we try to course correct like it could become that well, the scary part about the whole thing is it's just, and we tell our son is like, look, as you get old or whatever, you know, I don't, these things could happen at any age, but it's like, if you get into some real serious trouble, like we're the ones that you need to be able to come to and tell the truth so that we can actually help you. No one else is going to help you. We're the ones that are going to be able to help you. So get rid of all the fear of getting in trouble from mom and dad. Like we're the ones, it's our job to help you. So you got to be able to trust that you can tell us what's going on. Yeah. And we got to believe you. You got to condition us to believe you. Cause if you keep conditioning us not to, when that moment comes, God forbid we choose the path of not believing you and you really need us. Like it's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it feels good that at least I'm not on my, on my own with this shit. (laughs) God. Yeah, it feels it feels like it comes in waves. Yeah. Are you are you experiencing lies with your daughter? I mean, I guess it's more like Nah, not really. Nothing. It's like okay. if anything, it's like stupid little things. Like jokes. Not really. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I'm not not re- no lies really. The only thing maybe like one of the things when she goes to school is like we're like, did you go poo-poo? Did you go pee-pee? And then sometimes it's like confusing as to whether yeah. she did or she didn't. And she'll be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, so it's like, what happened? Like, <laughs> yo, E, I've been yeah. meaning to ask you, what's up with the crazy Michis? Look, are they out? Can people buy them? So, <clears throat> what happened is, um, the comp, you know, my partners, yeah, they had issues with the co packers and they bought their own machines and now they're they're manufacturing their own. We just rolled out the first batch a week or two ago. They went to re- straight to retail in California and they sold out. Oh, dope. Now the next nice. batch is going to be for online sales. Um, and that, and then I got my samples, got yep. three cases at the crib now. 
So, you know, slowly but steady. Can you so, yeah. can you describe what it is? Because I've tried to describe it to my wife and she doesn't get it. So I think it's just me that's not getting it. I mean, I think the simplest way, even though it's it still doesn't really accurately describe it. But if you're talking to someone that doesn't know anything about a michelada, it's to be like, imagine like a Bloody Mary beer drink. And it comes fully prepared. All you got to do is crack right, it open. The, the problem with that description is that there's there's no Clamato tomato sauce in this situation. Okay. But that's the idea of a, of a michelada if it were at the bar or whatever. Even and though it, I always say I want it without tomato sauce. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. It. You hate the tomato sauce. So, yeah, this is basically the, the thing about the cups that makes it convenient and, and, and what I'm excited about is it's just if you want it to go cup, it's not going to be as good as a bar michelada. But if you want something that you want to, you know, have on the run and, and you go to, a, you know, your local bodega, liquor store or, or a gas station, you know, that's the idea that it would be available there. You grab it, grab your favorite beer has the powder inside you pour you know put ice and beer or just a cold beer boom and it has the rim and the mm. rim is the star of the show right and you get in your car and start driving right that's, no 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 that's no, no. not that's what we're promoting where you're going guys. that's the, i don't know what this has to do with being a parent uh, yo yo you just you need plenty of micheladas to stay sane you just alley-oop that one because i was waiting to slam that shit down but k came and fucking <laughs> no, took care of it i go you know i tell people get your michelada cups and put them in your fly dad gear bag right Ooh. and, and move <laughs> No, man, I've been like fiending for it. Now that I'm going down, now nah, I wanna, I wanna like get a, a bunch of them joints. So, okay, so it doesn't come with the beer. You have to get the beer, then put it together. But if, but if you have your fly dad bag, you've got the beers the in the cold, fly dad. You've, you've got the cold storage spot. You can put the yeah. cold beer in there. This is true. Could. It is, it is an insulated pocket. Yes, you're right. We're gonna try that when I come down to to Miami. We're gonna try to fit one in there and see if it works. You guys just reminded me. So this episode will probably drop what the, the next, Tuesday next, after Father's Day. Next week, yes. So that's yeah. Tuesday after Father's Day. Oh right? shit! It's Father's Day. That's um, right. Right. Yeah. The the day that nobody cares about. <laughs> right. <laughs> so just a quick note. Um, I I was a, a not a speaker, but I I joined a panel on a Zoom panel of it's called Fathers of Color and Mental Health. And it was uh, moderated by Jeff Johnson. He, he co-wrote a book with Steve Harvey. And I'm sure he, he does a lot of stuff. And then uh, Dante Jackson, who's a, a football player. And it was a really dope conversation. Um, and that comes out on Monday. So it'll be the day before this drops. Jeff and, John, I think he's a, he used to work for BET or maybe still does. Jeff Johnson? Yeah, that name rings Yeah, he looked very familiar. Um, and, it'll be out on YouTube. Is it a podcast or is it a video conference uh, type deal? That is a great question. I mean, I, we'll, they're we'll definitely going to have notes. clips on, on social yeah. media. They sent me like, like a bunch. I'll show it to you guys. They're like They sent me. Okay. Mm, nice. Like some stuff to promote it. And it says, say, I love you is the hashtag speaker series. That's the okay. speaker series. Say, what, I love what was, you. what was the overall, I guess, what were some of the similarities that people are going through i don't know how many different dads were on there well no well, no well it was supposed to be a couple of us but for this one only dante and myself made it okay and what was dope about uh dante and myself is that he also has a three-year-old daughter mm. and so we were you know we could relate on that level and you know and think about the grueling training that uh someone in in the nfl you know constantly is away from from the house so he could relate to it in terms. Well, I mean, I can't really relate because I'm not as that, often. you know that away from the yeah away as, as often as him. But you know the understanding of the work, uh, family balance. You know, like I I 
tackled that. I talked about that, which I talk about here a lot. And they talked a lot about like fathers having, you know, like taking care of our mental health. And one of the questions they asked, which I don't know if I, I felt like I answered it wrong. Mm-hmm. Not There's no wrong answer, but selfishly, I felt like I answered it. They asked like, if you could give yourself one gift, one gift to yourself, what would it be? In terms of like, when it comes to like mental health type of okay. relation. And I was like, I was like, uh, some alone time, just to have some real serious alone time, not come to the office and be away from the family alone time, like serious, like, you know, what is the salt water, uh, float thing? Like, you know, somewhere where I could just like, basically if I wanted to meditate, I could just turn off the brain and just let myself, you know, float away mentally. And then, you know, the Dante, I think, said something more like having to do with his family. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I'm an asshole. Man. No, but I, I think that's right, though. Like when you said it in the context of the way you just described, like the session that you were a part of, like your mental health. It's, it's like we've said this many a time, but it's like if you're not good, you can't be good for anybody else in your household. So that is very valid. Like being able to take a day, a weekend, whatever it is, and just you by yourself that shit does a lot. Well, I mean, a day or a weekend is, is I know, it's a long I know, shot. I know. I'm talking about like give me an hour or two right. of where I'm really could just shut off from work and 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 I don't want to say family because I just like I said, it sounds weird to me, but to be able to like um rest the brain and be able, then go back and be kind of refreshed mentally to tackle everything. And and what was really dope about them <clears throat> and this organization is uh they heard me say that. And then they gifted me uh, one of those uh, saltwater flotation things for 30 minutes. Oh, oh nice. wow. But the I told my girl, because I've been wanting to do that forever. I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. So I, I need to well, get those, educated. You never, those pods where you Go. just float in saltwater and they close it yeah. in your darkness? No. Is oh, that yeah. some, is that some Miami shit? Go do, it say, Go do it on Father's Day. I mean, I mean, maybe, but... It's in it's in Miami Beach is the closest place. Okay. That's where this where they gave it to me for. And I told my girl, it's dope, but I'm never I can't even make it over there, you know, because of fatherhood. But man, <laughs> damn fatherhood. It it's a pod where, you know, because of the salt water, you know, the the density, you just float in it and then they close the pod and you're in darkness. They say that you you feel like you start floating, like your 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 mind like almost it's like psychedelic. Wow. Joe Rogan talks about it a lot. He does it often. So it's it's um, a, a form of meditation. That's how they absolutely talk yeah. About it's it. like forcing meditation in a way. Um, Damn, so that yeah, you dope. know, it was really cool conversation to have with these guys, and and Dante would be really good guest on on Fatherhood. I'm I'm trying to see if I can get him on here. Uh, he plays for the uh, Panthers. Yeah. You said Carolina Panthers. I believe so. Yeah, you know, I'm not a sports guy, so I I, I don't I know a ton know about football. Cool dudes, so. it was cool. That's dope. Yeah. So what are your father Father's Day plans? I barely remembered it was Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, I, I didn't know until you said it. I was like, oh shit, that's this weekend. <laughs> you guys? I don't know. Okay. No plans. No. I mean, I'm sure we'll go do something or not do something. <laughs> On purpose. That's probably gonna be that's probably gonna be my plan if it's you know, if we're able to, to just chill. Somehow. So, real quick, I have a question for you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. You answered Manny, your father. No, I, I ain't got into this. I got no plans. Okay. <laughs> so good. So check this out. So how I'm sick, right? And I was saying I can't, I'm not gonna be I can't rest to get better to from my sickness. 
how do you guys handle when you're sick? And, you know, if the doctor says rest, like, how would you handle that? Mm, well, I've got a much different situation. Than, <laughs> I was just going to say the than, same. than you do. So I, I could actually carve out some rest time at this point in my life. Well, well he's, he's got four, like maybe when you. So, had, OK, like, so before. Um, yeah, it was probably not much rest, like especially when he was younger and especially when my wife was traveling overseas a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, like I remember many times where she was gone uh, overseas and I would catch I would get sick. I, I had like uh, ear infect. I was getting ear infections from from him from preschool and all. all right. And, and I basically just have to thug it out. I'd take I take a bunch of medicine, <laughs> just try to get through the day and try to get through uh, the evening until he fell asleep. And then, you know, I'd just soak up that sleep in the nighttime but yeah that we at that age when they're young and they need all the attention and um if there's other stuff going on yeah there wasn't wasn't a ton of rest yeah when when my kids were young <clears throat> the the tactic that i used so when when I, when i just had one and she was four i would be, me being sick or not feeling well, I would still try to spend like an hour just having her go crazy like at the park or try to get all her energy out so that the likelihood of her going to sleep earlier was higher. And then I would take that stretch once, you know, she fell asleep. Did you text sleep. me that today? No. Somebody told me that, like tire them out. Yeah, it's it's not easy because you feel like shit. So Was it UK that said that? somebody Mm. told me that today nah so that's good that means it's validation (laughs) you gotta try that but it's not it's not true because our kids are on different schedules so there's always gonna be one yeah you you have a very i mean if they could play together that would be your your fucking golden opportunity because they would tire each other out but the trick i found when i didn't feel well i would take my daughter to the park at the time she was like struggling to do the monkey bars so I would just have her struggle doing the monkey bars. And that was because the frustration was tiring her out. Her And I'd be like, come on, mama, you can do it. You can. And I'd just be like, uh, just keep going. And just making sure she didn't kill herself. But otherwise, like that worked for me. I got to say, I do still like, I would have more time to catch some rest now. But even when in the past, when I've done that, I feel guilty doing it. Right. Cause like I feel like I'm not like um, You're cheating them. I'm just not holding up my end of the bargain oh. with just putting in the the parenting work. You you've never seen that commercial? There's a I don't know what brand it is, but there's a commercial where there's a parent that's sick, and then they show like the kids, and then the, the I don't know what what they're selling, but they're like you know there's no time for you to be sick. And the guy oh goes, yeah, feel like crap. And then yeah. The kids, he's like, you got to keep it moving. I don't know if it was a cocaine commercial, but <laughs> some cold medicine, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> so damn. Yeah. So what are you doing now? Like, is it just you just hoping this shit goes away, or are you trying to figure out how to rest? For me, yeah. Well, today's the f- yesterday and today are the first days that I started to feel pretty bad, and then I had drink champs, which is the equivalent of a flight getting drunk on a flight and then from LA to Miami and then waking up, you know, dead. So 
that's uh that's where i'm at today i don't feel as bad as i thought i would i feel like crap but i don't feel as bad as i thought i would and it's probably because i didn't go in as much as i usually would oh okay which i feel like i'm gonna hear shit from from drink chance fans i actually put beer in shot glasses and drank that as shots <laughs> oh they all saw it like it wasn't After three shots of colombian white which i tried it, i was like oh no 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna pass out or die here bro oh shit mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no good. But no, I don't. I, there's, there's not much to do. You know, just truck through it. And like Kay said, you know, take the medicine. And and the thing is, is that you know, I look at my girl, and whether she's sick or not, like we both want to rest. Yeah. So if she ain't resting. I'm not resting. Let's just, you know, keep it moving. Dot com. Stuff. Yeah. It's well, fatherhood, baby. Take a little time now, man. <laughs> if you we're got in the it. office now, when we're done with this, I can't. Sydney. My my emails. Are like up the yin yang. I'm behind on. But you don't respond to email anyway, so you're fine. Just take a break. I do. I just not your email. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You send me novels that's, of days of your is. life. That's what it is. <laughs> you don't know how to make condensed things. Not for you. you. Like it? See, no. <laughs> I gotta give you the ADD version. Yo, Jesus. All right, gang. Well, it's been nice, but we gotta go. That's fly, dad gear. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Pizza. Recording. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to a child. 